It's episode 103 of the Improv London podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Moses, and this week's guest is Chloe Delolio. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's my first podcast, so I'm quite like excited and re- very happy. And thank you for inviting me today. Well, thank you for thank you for coming on. It's my hundred and third podcast, and I'm excited too. Congratulations! So. <laughs> thank you very much. You're perhaps best known for being part of Games. Yes. Is that the correct Games, Games, Games? That's it. <laughs> So tell me about Games. Yes, so Games is this new house team that Steve uh, Rowe created. Um, it's a kind of collective, it's like 22-ish of us. 22? I know, it's a short form um, group and it's really, really fun. Um, yeah, he, yeah, we auditioned and he created this really nice group and we're rehearsing every other Saturday. and. We already performed a lot at the Miller, at the Hoopla Comedy Club, and we're just getting better and better and tighter and tighter, and it's getting fa- more fun, and it's, it's amazing. I'm cool. so happy about that. So you're playing short-form games? Yes. Basically, what we're trying to do is to think of games that are seen and super seen and got maybe a bit boring uh, in the improv scene, and try to reinvent them. So try to see them in another light, or try to change something, tweak something, to make them, to refresh them and make them interesting again. So we kind of experiment. Every time we do rehearsals, is actually thinking of a game we saw uh, performing or that we thought of, and just trying it, uh, failing at it a few times, and then just making a new game so changing the name changing the the, um, the logistics and create new fresh stuff that that, um, for example a really popular one that we all love is called netflix and chill uh, that comes from a sort of like pan left uh, right. structure of yeah. the game but we created a whole new thing that is there is a couple uh, watching netflix and there is uh, sometimes there is this um, alexa which is google that changes the channels and uh, asks for genres to the to the audience and uh, there is the rest of us on stage cre- like performing the the genres that the couple does ah. but the couple asks for like the snack to start with and it's a little scene of the couple and then how they interact with the um, with the with the Netflix uh, pro- yeah, program, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it says like that. Okay, yeah, and it's really fun. So, oh, yeah. that's really interesting. So oh, yeah. With 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 Pan Left, you've got four people, two people at the front, maybe doing an emotion. Then they everyone moves around two, and then you have yeah, do you have like a, a yeah? A, it's totally different from that. Yeah. So, but it's a sort of I like the way what you've done there is you've taken that uh, idea. And then you've kind of given it a new twist. Exactly, that's really, exactly. Yeah, it's really exciting. Oh, yeah. And last Saturday we had a rehearsal and we, we started choosing games for, um, for the show in the evening and we started just coming up with new names. Like, yeah. But anyway, it's really fun. So every time you go there, there is something new that you, we announce uh, being a new game and you're like, what's that? And then you kind of recognize it, but you sort of not. And you, you re-engage with all the games that maybe you saw before, but you see them in a new with a new light and that's that's really really fun yeah that, that that's very exciting are you i've heard you're doing a game where instead of starting with say four people playing a scene removing one person and doing it with three you're doing that in reverse so you're doing you're starting with one person yes and they're 
doing a scene to other people we can't see and then they replay the scene and they add people in each time? Exactly. So one person starts on stage and creates a dialogue, creates a scene, creates some emotions on its own and two people are, two people are outside. Then the second person comes in, they have no clue of what's going on and ah. they have to basically kind of react to the first person, but the first person sticks to what they did. So if the first person is looking left, saying something, the second person needs to kind of like run where in front <laughs> to try to like to try to fill in the gaps yeah, somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. fill in the lines, fill in the gaps. And so when they finish this scene with two people, they keep the same structure. Person one does the same thing. Person two does the same thing. And the third one has no clue what's going on. Comes in and try to fill the gaps. That's brilliant. So at the beginning, this was kind of called one, two, three. But now this is one of the ones we changed the name. Now it's called Matt Blanc, like Matt fill the blanks. Like, uh-huh. like you know what I mean? Like yeah, we have yeah. fun creating. So it's like filling the, the lines and the gaps of a scene from one to three. Yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's really fun as well. Yeah, we actually rehearsed it for the first time on Saturday, and then decided to put it on stage Saturday night. Yeah, also because usually you would rehearse a lot before putting out something new. You would like try the format many times, but in this kind of team, Steve is really keen for us to just like go with it, like to just uh, I don't know if I say I can say that word, but basically just like be crazy with that and yeah, something yeah. really really cool that he said to us at the, the last rehearsal is um for example if if you see a car coming parking and maybe you're like okay fine it's a, like a fiat 500 okay I, I it's indifferent to me but if you see the same car coming to you like really really fast going three rounds around where you are uh, doing how do you call it the rubber things on the floor oh uh, how do you call them um you're asking the wrong person. Anyway, here. that that, that uh, handbrake turns. No, yeah, yeah. No, that sort of things. Does that and then come like ah, breaks right in front of you, like saying ah. <laughs> and that's the kind of emotion that Gomez want to give, like that. <laughs> and then after you say, see them doing that, you're like, I want that car. The car is amazing. I want to ride with them. You know what I mean? This kind of like whoa, craziness we want. So yeah. Yeah, no, he 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 likes that. It's sort of I think it's a kind of clowning kind of thing where. Mm-hmm. You're on that sort of edge of chaos, and yeah. you're, you're sort of unexpected, and anything can happen, yeah. sort of thing. So, uh, wow, that's really exciting. So, yeah, we are all super buzzy and excited about this, <laughs> but still really committed. Like, committing is something that it's part of it as, as well. So, for example, if we miss a rehearsal, we're not allowed the shows for the next two weeks. Like, it's something, and the only the only rule that we have, apart from listening and yes, yeah, sending and oh, all the, the basics, <laughs> no, it's just to be on time and yeah. to respect, like, to just be there and commit your time to that as he's yeah. doing it we are doing it and it's what keeps us together so it's not just fun but it's fun and commitment and and growing together and trusting building the trust bonding as a team all these basic things that probably are just granted for some people but it's never enough yeah. it's never reminded enough i think oh definitely and, and definitely just the being on time yeah i uh, just be on t- be yeah. on time for rehearsal <laughs> workshop just be on time yeah exactly. i know things happen but no, yeah but i have to say we're all really good at that we care so much that we basically are almost all on time yeah, so yeah. like so it's that's working like we start on time we're all there we give 100% and, and then you can see that we're all super happy to be in the same place and, and sharing the stage and sharing everything. So, yeah, it's such an amazing experience. It's just started really recently, but now we're officially like um, out there. So it's really great to celebrate this moment and, and yeah. 
Well, what have you learned by being in... So have you been in other improv groups before? Um, not really. I'm kind of forming a new one, but it's still undercover, and that's more like narrative. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But it's the first short form, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, what? Well, yeah, I, so I learned say, a lot, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, what have you learned by... Um, because obviously you've done improv classes yeah. and stuff like that, but what have you learned uh, that's different by being in a group as opposed to just being in a, in a class? Hmm... Okay, let me think. So something really good uh, about this group is that Steve decided to have a mixture of really uh, expert improvisers or people or people that w did it for like a long time together with newbies, <laughs> sort of. Um, so for sure we learn a lot um, from each other and that's great. So for example, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know whether to name or not people, but like it's really amazing how they teach you a lot about their their experience, and at the same time, uh, for us going through, it's not even going through the basics, but it's like discovering the improv world kind of like from the first time and giving that energy and that kind of like sense of curiosity and and yeah. uh, novelty that inspires them at the same time yeah. i heard so that that that's great it's a kind of like growing together with someone that has more experience but at the same time with people that are still discovering it day by day i'm what i'm learning as well is a lot of new reference and a lot about like english culture that i didn't oh, yeah. know before <laughs> because uh and that's amazing every time i do a scene with someone for example that is in my group or generally english and when they do reference to like something that you had a tv ages ago uh, yeah, or some yeah, movies yeah. or something um every time i feel like after that i go home research watch the movie i feel like i'm constantly growing and i'm learning in that way as <laughs> what, well what have you watched <laughs> well for example and this is we would be weird for geeks and and amateur like lovers of star wars i've never watched star wars before oh, right. but then after all the scenes where they're based like in space or like sci-fi things i felt the urge of starting watching movies and and videos and stuff that broaden out my world yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I love it actually oh, brilliant. <laughs> so, no yeah or even just like uh, chatting with my team my team after uh, at, the, at the Miller and then see asking them what's the best scenes of things from um, English comedy that they recommend and watching them and like getting in that mindset and then when someone mentioned or refers to them somehow in some like getting it like it's I feel I'm constantly learning somehow <laughs> So, th yeah, that's it from being, like, not English improviser. But what else am I learning? Um, well, I don't know, so much. I, I don't even know where to start <laughs> with. But, yeah, be that being in a team and commit together brings you somewhere, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I found that when I was doing uh, more short form than I am now, I went through that phase. And I have always lived in this country. Um but, you know, there were always references that people would make. and yeah. that I, Because I'm the sort of person I would then do as you've done is go home and then I'd watch it. Um, because there is a joy to be had from watching an improviser um, improvising from a reference or a suggestion that they don't know. That can be joyful as well. But there's also a lot of fun seeing someone that does know a bit about the thing as well. So, yeah, I, I, I share that kind of yeah. like... That sounds interesting. I'll go home and I'll research yeah, that. Yeah, but of still, thing. when you are in the scene with someone and that happens, you have to just like come up with something or try to do anything <laughs> and yes. try to justify it. And most of the times, it become funny anyway yeah. because you maybe respond to them with something that 
the audience doesn't expect and that becomes anyway a bit like hilarious because they're like oh my god that's not what that means <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean it's the joy of being in that put on the spot in that situation and also the joy of knowing that there is much much more that I can get from get from it so yeah this kind of double joy <laughs> double joy that's double my favourite type of joy <laughs> and I have to ask where does the name of your group come from? It comes from the fact that we are taking games and revisiting them, but um, I think the first or the second rehearsal, when we were sending out of the room one or two members of the team while we were doing a game, we started all saying, games, games, games. <laughs> and then it became a thing. Oh, and every wow. time we did, we did rehearsals at the beginning, everyone was just like, games. And we were kind of like encouraging uh, each other that, doing that. So at a certain point, Steve was like, okay, maybe we're gonna give, we're, we're gonna call the name, the, the team Games, because that's, that's the essence of it, probably. So, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That's, it. that's really nice when something organically kind of um, you develops during rehearsal and then you kind of get a group identity that way. So, that's yeah. Really cool. Cool. Uh, so, how did you get into improv in the first place? What drew you to this? Okay. So, um, I studied acting in Italy um, for a long time, but I never came across improv, to be honest. Or if I. Yeah. No, I've ne I tried to always uh, kind of avoid it because I was scared, because I've always found it diff difficult. And also because in Italy there is not such a like improv community. So I, it wasn't really a thing. So I've just done more traditional like method act acting and stuff. And then I moved to London um, and I was doing different jobs and I was really like mm, not doing acting at all until someone I was working with that was doing uh, some courses with Hoopla. Actually, she's an improviser, she's called Suzanne. And um, she she kept telling me that like I should have tried a, a course with Hoopla or a workshop or something because she thought that I could be like into it somehow. Uh, so one day, that was like two years ago or something, one day I'm, I, I decided to try one of these like intro workshops with, with Steve one Saturday. And I just remember I was laughing from the beginning to the end. <laughs> it was just the most joyful again day. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I've never laughed with a, in a workshop for so long and like ininterruptedly. This is amazing. I want to do more. So I didn't take a long time before deciding to sign up to the first, to the, the beginners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did the beginners with um, Jonah. And Jonas, and then and then I started enjoying it more and more and more, and going to see the first show, the second show, uh. slowly, and then well, I've done more or less the the usual thing. So I've done the performance course, and then more, and more and more, and more and more <laughs> shows, and it just became addictive, as I think it is for many many people. Yes. So now I'm at the point where I try to go at least two or three times a week. And I've done more courses. I tried um, courses that are not with Hoopla. Like, for example, I've done a Shoot from the Hip course. All right, cool. Um, and other things to complement these. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, what was the Shoot from the Hip? Uh, it, it was great. It's two of them. It was Tom and AJ. And they do this quick and... On this same vibe of Games, like quick and super fun games, they do half of the time games and half the time uh, long form. And it was just great. It's different games from what I learned and it's different things. And 
they give feedback. They're really fun. It's, it was great. It was great. Cool. Was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was it was a good addiction addition to to my to my addiction. tool <laughs> toolkit Ad- addiction and addition <laughs> to my toolkit. Um, but then now I just booked for another. Yeah, I mean it's just addictive again. And every time I see a show at at the Hoopla. Uh, comedy club um, that really fills my heart. For example, Playground last oh, yeah. Thursday or Friday, Friday with yeah, Maria yeah. and Laura and, uh, and all the other amazing ladies that perform there. Just I just get so mesmerized that I'm, I just want to book courses and do more and more. Brilliant. In fact, at the end of the course, I was like, okay, what's on? What's on a Hoopla now? Okay, <laughs> next one. Uh, yeah, Susan Harrison is doing a character course oh, yeah, yeah. soon and I'm like, okay, booked. It's just like never ending, and yeah. I feel that I'm learning, and I feel that that's what I want to do more and more. Brilliant. So, so yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you mentioned that you uh, trained uh, as an actor. Um, do you find that's helped you with improv? Um, it helped the fact that I'm. I don't know. I'm. Oh, good question. <laughs> um, maybe. I don't know, I'm less shy on stage by default, probably. Uh, but at the same time, like when I do jams, sometimes uh, I've done, yeah, I've done a couple of jam, jams, like for example, with that, that goose oh, or yeah. at Hoopla. Every time I'm, I'm on stage anyway, I feel like a kamikaze. Like I feel like, what am I doing? Oh my God, this is terrifying. Ah! So it's not true really that I'm, I'm confident on the stage because it's something totally different. But there's something different about jam being in a jam <laughs> being in a group I yeah think. that's true that's true that's true okay when i'm in a group and i'm on stage i'm a bit more confident yeah, but at yeah. the same time i have the, the the fear or like not the fear but i'm still doing it in my second language so i'm still i still have the worry of not getting the word right yeah. or not getting the reference so sometimes when they suggest me like a word i'm like what's that again <laughs> so i always like i always have the fear of not Hundred percent understanding what's going on, but so far actually it was it was okay. And the two times that I messed up, that was fun at the end, yeah, and exactly. I learned from it. So <laughs> that was great. Anyway, can you remember what the words were that you didn't um, know? What was it? Um, yes, I had to do a mini solo scene with two people, like a, um, a wizard doing a driving lesson to a, a kid with low voice, and right. I had to like do both parts. Right. And I was, uh, yeah, so basically at a certain point, the wizard had to say to the boy to uh, take the steering wheel yes. in his hands and, and do it and drive. And I didn't know steering wheel. Ah. So I, but it was something really quick because I had to do it in a minute. So I said something like, okay, you take the, in Italian, you will say volante <laughs> in your hand. And da, 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 da. and then the kid said, what are you talking about? We're not having an Italian lesson. We're having a driving lesson. What the fuck? Da, da, da. And then I justified it. And that turned out to be funny anyway. And then I finished the scene and then I was like, what have I done? But then at the end, that was good anyway. So they told me many times, I'm allowed to use Italian words if I need, because that's not the main problem of the scene. It's just, just Justifying it, or like many, I don't know, oh, so many. What else? Or maybe locations like Benidorm, which oh, is right. a, ma- a big thing here yeah, in England. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know what it was. Uh, right. So I had to do a whole narrative showcase course based in Benidorm. <laughs> 
and then I based it in a museum, contemporary museum, and everyone was laughing. It was like, there is no museum in Benidorm, like this kind of. But then it works out. But that's the beautiful thing. It's like that's that's much better. I know you know this, but this is much better than having everyone just doing an accurate representation of yeah. Benidorm. That's fine. But having somebody just, I mean, having a museum chucked in Benidorm, that's hilarious. That's just like, and what a wonderful gift for everybody else. Yeah. So, you know. Well. This is it. This is me for a, for a bit now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On your website, yeah, you, you are described as an energetic Italian actress. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if even if well, yeah, I I can't tell who gave that description of myself, but generally. Oh my god! I don't want to self-praise myself, but anyway, should, I have should, a lot is, of energy. I'm this a morning is the place person. To do it. This oh is no! The place to do it. Anyway, I'm a morning person, so I think I naturally just wake up full of energy and full of happiness. Probably have a high level of serotonin. Maybe that's why. So every time I wake up in the morning, I just feel like I can do anything. Brilliant. And uh, even if it's not the case, probably. <laughs> but, I mean, with that positivity, and that helps, I think. Um, so yeah, and also, yeah, I was having a chat yesterday with someone and they said to me that like one of the best thing that they appreciate of me is like this positive energy that I keep having and I, it's always that even when I'm tired, because being a morning person then by the time it's evening after work and I have to go to rehearsals or I, when, when I do anything in the evening, um, I don't know, even if I'm really tired, I, I manage to have the energy right. like just like, exploding probably because of the passion of what I'm doing yeah, 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 yeah. because like if I I don't know in other situations I might just fall asleep or I might just not be present 100% but when I do improv or when I do acting or when when it's something in this kind of like zone I tend to just be there 100% even if yeah even if I just had a long flight I, tr I travel a lot for work and for, for because my family is, is in Italy but even if I've had a long flight and everything uh, if I then go to rehearsals, I give 100%. And I don't know, yeah, it, that's it probably. <laughs> I'm Italian because I'm Italian. I'm from Northern Italy and uh, that's why. And, uh, and that's it. That's yeah. Br <laughs> that's brilliant. That was a really good explanation. Uh, yeah, I generally find I am better in the mornings, which doesn't make you really popular of anybody. I know. Uh, Right, especially in the weekends. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I'm off, guys. One drink, and I what? It's Friday night. Yeah, but you know, what? What do you have to do in the weekend? Well, rehearsal and that and that. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, I, wish, <laughs> I sometimes feel that I've missed out on opportunities in life because I'm not good in the evening. Yeah. Uh, I'm better in the morning, but less happens in the morning than it does in the evening. <laughs> anyway. Well, we work with what we have, right? Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned work. Um, so you do sort of social media, vi video content yeah. creation kind of thing? Tell yes. me about that and improv. Okay, that and improv, yes. So I work for a um, beauty brand, a makeup brand called Trini London. That we, It's fairly new, we launched in October. And it's founded by Trini Woodle, which yeah, some so of you might Trini know. And Trini and Susanna. Trini and Susanna, yeah. That decided to rebrand re herself and um, from television pass through social media and then like hit the the makeup and the beauty market and um, so basically i started working with her a few years ago now uh, helping her building this social media presence and helping moving the 
the her following uh, on TV online and then going from there and uh, with the creation of creative con uh, again the, the creation of content that could be helpful with that so all the content that we create for all the platforms both for Trini herself and for the brand are again energetic and fun they need to have this educational um, part, part but they also have this fun part and the more spontaneous and the more real and authentic, the best, and the more engagement they have. So basically, I'm in charge of creating and maybe organizing the creation of content for Instagram, Facebook, all the social media channels. Yeah, yeah. That Because it's an online brand, that's the main marketing tool. And I'm in charge of Instagram stories. So basically, if you go on Trini London Instagram, I'm there every day just telling the story of the brand. I'm kind of like the brand storyteller. Oh, brilliant. And... And then, yeah, I never plan anything. I just go around and try to catch the things that could be interesting and then have a conversation with my colleagues. Or we do like improvised makeup tutorials where wow. we know the two products we're using, but we don't know anything else we're going to say. So it's just like having a chat and discovering together what we could say. Uh, so I don't know. It's funny because at work they call me my nickname is improv so they're like oh where is improv oh it's lunchtime is improv is cooking like it became such a thing you wow. know <laughs> that's really fun that's a really great uh, name <laughs> and uh, so it's just a matter of like being in the moment being authentic and um be positive yeah, in yeah, what yeah. we are trying to say yeah. and that helped a lot in fact the, the, the videos that are less um, planned and, le and more kind of like natural are the ones that get more engagement and the ones that have a lot of us of the team being part being part of it yeah, so yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like three or four of us from the office wearing i don't know the same color and talking about what look we will go for and we, not, no one is allowed to plan anything. Right. So it's usually Trini comes in the office and she's like, okay, let's do this. So we go outside, take a camera, phone, whatever, and we start chatting about it. So it's super, super kind of like on the, in the moment and improvised. And I think that, yeah, yeah, I kind of contribute to that a lot, Brilliant. let's say. So it, that's not all we do. Like it's not all, hmm. but that's a part of my job that I really enjoy that I, like, yeah, I feel that helped with improv and improv help with that so oh, it's something cool that is kind of like cross-pollination between the two things love it love what it a world. so yeah so if if, if um, we've got listeners who want to be more successful on social media yes. either to promote themselves yes. or their improv groups mm -hmm. can you give them some what tips can they what do? would you suggest well it depends what kind of um, industry they are in. It depends if it's more a visual industry or a ideas and lines industry. I know that a lot of improvisers are mainly on Twitter, whereas uh, I'm more on Instagram, for example. Yes. And it's like, and someone is more on Facebook. So it depends on on what kind of like platforms works best for your for your business, let's yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, collaborations is always a really good thing. So doing your own thing create very good content because then people that get to uh, put money behind it they have to put behind put money behind things that are naturally successful it's called like warm audience or warm content that is really good itself and then it can be pushed you can just like do something like not putting uh, efforts on it and then put money behind it it uh, doesn't yeah, work yeah, yeah, you really yeah. need to create something that it's authentic and fun and educational yeah, i think yeah. in every kind of industries and then educational that's an interesting yes one. you need to give a tip always need to give a uh, nugget something to take away with you yeah, so it's yeah. not just the fun it's also something that people can take home and think about and learn from 
So that's combina- that com- this combination is uh, is key. And then, um, yeah, be honest, somehow. Uh, <laughs> content is key. For me, content is key. Like yeah. more than the other less less authentic things. And collaborations. So you have your own audience, you have your own thing. But then if you find people that, like you, like you're the perfect example. <laughs> and then creating dialogue with people from other disciplines. And then uh, share or teach or have a dialogue with them about what you are passionate about and they do the same with you, yeah. you introduce to your audience yeah. uh, that other new thing that is really a plus for them and the other way around. And then so my, so you get my followers, I get your followers, yes. and then we, we give something extra that yeah. it doesn't need to be in the same industry as, as well. So that's probably something that takes to success together with commitment and uh, regular, like, yeah. being regular like yeah, yeah, being yeah. Uh, having a kind of routine uh, if yeah like was, yeah I was gonna say, it also makes it easier if if you've got a routine that you put a podcast out every Wednesday morning exactly it, it's it's actually easier thinking okay I know I've got to do this because you know it's, it's like having a habit whereas if you had to start motivating yourself from you know there's nothing to do every episode whereas I'm like okay I've got a Wednesday coming up I better get something recorded exactly. I better get something edited it gets easier for you in the creating content creating the content and it gets easier for the audience to follow you and to know that to associate you with Wednesdays for example mm, and, yeah, and yeah. think oh my god Wednesday it's Tuesday tomorrow is the new podcast from <laughs> I mean, I'm, very much, Yay. I'm very much hoping that is what people yes, are doing yes <laughs> yes of course and then once someone once you get some audience that is new you will be able to then show what you have like if you can hook them up with something that mm. is over there interested then they discover the whole world like for example I did with you like I didn't quite know yeah when we met at the Meisner workshop with Steve, I heard of you and everything, but I didn't really listen to any of the podcasts. And then you told me that uh, Steve was in that one oh, yeah, about yeah. the Meisner. Yeah. And I listened to that. And then I scrolled through and I'm like, oh my God, that's almost 100 episodes. And then I started <laughs> listening to them and getting involved. And now I'm your follower, let's say, with yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now with one thing that is of my interest, you, you got me into the into the funnel and I'm now part of it and yeah. you can give me more content and I will be more uh, loyal to you now. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I mean, it's a long kind uh, of thing. Well, right? how do I get people... I mean, I'm happy to talk to people individually <laughs> and get them into the funnel that way. Yeah. That seems like an inefficient way of operating. Mm-hmm. But it's fine, I'm happy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but you're right. Uh, it didn't occur to me first... But it did occur to me once I'd started doing this that actually having a different guest on each week is the perfect thing for yeah. social media because hopefully yeah. I can yeah hook in your fans exactly. and then you know every week I've got a new set of fans which I can try and introduce to the exactly. podcast. Exactly. Yeah. So collaboration is key. So you're doing yeah. the, um, an amazing job to be honest. Thank you. So well done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> if someone was to go on stage with you yeah uh, maybe in a jam maybe in a show what could they do to delight you probably give physical offers meaning I love movement I love like given uh, again uh, English is not my first language so I'm not necessarily someone I talk a lot as you can see (laughs) but that's entirely the right thing I want from my podcast guests those guests that don't say anything those are really hard (laughs) great 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 Uh, but like if I don't know two things I'm I'm really 
that can really delight me like emotional emotions and being connecting with emotions as we've seen in the in the Meisner course like everything that is related to emotion it's like I, I'm amazed with like when I was at middle school I was like the friend like the psychologist the one that was absorbing all the emotions from, from the class uh. and then giving advice and then I don't know like I think if my my in another life I was a psychologist like I'm quite empathic and I love to see what goes on in people's like brains and uh, hearts so yeah. that's something I love so an offer that is like um, emotionally charged yeah. if you can say so yeah. and movement and sound and movement is something I really love so like if you if we do something that where we are like I don't know animals or even abstract identities and we just like create something just connecting and not necessarily having a witty punny idea but right, go yes. on stage and create something together look at each other in the eyes and see where we are and see what kind of like connection there is and then create from there that would make me really happy yeah. that would delight me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. yeah i find um i find it very hard to be witty and punny so those kind of scenes i find very hard to do exactly <laughs> yeah so when, when you connect to a really basic level, to a really primitive level, more than to a really heady level, I prefer. Probably because like it's, it's more my strength, that, yeah. you know what I mean? But at the same time, because it's more joyful to discover something together. So, yeah, not coming on stage with something that it's going to be your idea, that is something really specific, reference to something specific that you want me to pick up and that's a bit <laughs> but if it's something that we just do a step and you look at me and i look at you and then we do another step and then we we just create something yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. fun and yeah. like challenging but at the same time delighting okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so maybe something like that cool I mean, unless of course it's star wars which you're now able to uh, <laughs> yes now you're up to speed on it <laughs> cool um what would you say was your signature move? What is it that you do that saves the day, that brings the house down? <laughs> oh my God, yeah, your famous signature move. I didn't think about it, I should have, even though I knew it was a question. Um, well, again, it could be just fuck up, I don't know if we say, if we can say, but mess up a scene, not knowing what word it is, and just saying it in Italian and then whatever. Or, yeah, maybe that's one. Or just dancing around. I like to just jump around. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, I'm not prepared. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it would be an Italian word and then that I have to justify in English, probably. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Missing. I mean, there's many of these signature moves I feel that we can learn from <laughs> and adapt uh, for our own use. I'm, I think in that one, it's going to be a lot more effort than it's probably worth. <laughs> but, you know, if you do already know Italian, then, yes, use an Italian <laughs> word and then yeah. justify it. I'm not, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just dancing together could be my signal to move. I don't know. <laughs> I still have to find it out. Be on stage with me and you for, we'll find out. Well, that sounds a marvellous <laughs> That's a marvellous invitation. I should look forward to that. Uh, cool. So, um, I think big final question time. We got, have we, we covered everything you want to talk about? Yeah, everything? I think so. Just go and see Games. We are, we are on, uh, at the Hoopla like every, every week, more than once a week, like two or three times a week, depends. And uh, we, part of us is cast every evening. So come and watch us. It's really, really fun. And if you, have, if you feel like short form games like, are not your thing, come and you will, um, you will just 
change your mind and yeah. get into it even better, even more. Yeah, and no, I'm a big, uh, big defender of uh, short form because I do think it is looked down on sometimes, um, and it can be joyful and it can actually have a much more reliable hit rate than long form can. And but what hadn't occurred to me was that yes, it needs just a little bit of reinvention, yeah. and that's really exciting that, that Gamers is doing. Yes. That. Okay, big final question: What would you like the future to hold? in improv where would you like to what would you like to learn what would you like to do big question um i think just carry on listening to each other and sharing and being emotionally honest with each other even more um I don't know, and the future should have Gamers at uh, Fringe in 2018 and 19, and <laughs> and uh, no, generally in improv, yeah, I think just, I think it's amazing, I don't know, just more of what it is, just keeping it, keeping it fun, less headed, less heady, headed, or uh, less complicated and more fun and uh, connected and listen. I think the basics of ESN and listening, they're never um, explored enough or they're never repeated and explored enough so they, they need to be there all the time and then from there just creating yeah maybe even more festivals more international uh, I discovered like I'm I'm a massive fan of North Coast that came to oh, yeah. Hoopla la, uh, last year and they're coming back again and uh, I actually they they call me on stage and they interviewed me for their scene and just the energy that they give and something really interesting that Steve as well said is trying to always be positive even if you're tired yeah. that that thing that he said in your in your yeah, one of your yeah, episodes yeah. was just like wow that's true we tend to complain a lot yes. but we actually are really lucky to be where we are so instead of complaining uh we just need to be more more positive even if we are suffering somehow we are there we are lucky just be um, how do you say it? um not pride but proud be you see italian word and then oh justify my god it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be. I can do it. Grateful. Right. Grateful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah be yeah. grateful to be to be there and to perform and to just spend time with people that are sharing your your own interests and your own passions. Yeah. Yeah, I very much took that advice from Steve to heart. In that, yeah, there's never been a time when I haven't felt tired or ill. Yeah. When I've. <laughs> about to do improv so just you know be grateful that you get the chance to do it with these wonderful people doing this wonderful thing exactly. that makes us feel great yeah. so um, yes be great and never stop having fun yeah that's the main thing yeah brilliant yay thank you for being thank a guest on the Improv you. London podcast thank yay you. bye everyone thank you very much Games 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 bye I made this That's improv! <laughs> <laughs>